Pretty Dece, Pretty Dece, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. Welcome to Pretty Dece, your daily entertainment and pop culture show. Today on the show, we've got a video game review of Sushi Striker's Way of the Sushido. Sushi Striker is a game for Nintendo Switch and 3DS. It came out about a week ago, and I got a chance to pick it up this weekend, and honestly haven't been able to put this game down since I started playing it. You might not know much about this game outside of the fact that it is a $50 puzzle game. You might balk at that price because that is that is pretty spendy for games that you can kind of download for free on your phone. But trust me when I say that, say that this game is actually incredibly deep, has a surprisingly great and goofy story, and it's worth kind of every penny of that $50. I really, really like Sushi Striker. So let's jump in a little bit and kind of talk about what the game is. So gameplay-wise, this is a battle puzzle game in the same vein as like Puzzle Quest, Puzzle Fighters, Puzzle and Dragon, Poyo Poyo, or even the, the excellent uh, um, Japan-only Tetris Battle Gaiden. So any game where you are working a puzzle field while at the same time either throwing things on your opponent's field or damaging your opponent, it's not simply just a race against time like some puzzle games are. So this game, you, you always will actively have an opponent and you are making combos that send off attacks to your opponent. You're trying to whittle their health down to zero. They're doing the same to you, so you have to manage your health. You have to figure out how to gain health as, you, as you're playing the game if you are getting low. And if you go to zero, you die and you lose the puzzle battle. So it's a cool fighting mechanic uh, kind of built into this puzzle game. And it is an incredibly fast-paced, frantic puzzler that's super fun to play. So the core gameplay is as such. There are sushi conveyor belts moving left and right in front of you. And you have some, your opponent has some, and then you share a lane in the middle. And it's your job to connect the same colored sushi plates together by either touching the screen and dragging a line, or just moving your thumbstick around to connect the line. So for example, there might be two red plates on the bottom row and you can start by connecting those two. Uh, then there might be a red plate sort of up and diagonal. You can go connect that one and then you might be able to move back down to the bottom row to connect three more plates. Basically, you're figuring out kind of the, the longest concurrent line you can make with the same color sushi plate. When you make the longest line that you can, obviously the plates are trying to move on this conveyor belt as you're doing it, so you can't match indefinitely. When you make a long match, you stack up the plates. And then when you stack up enough plates, you throw them off at your opponent to damage your opponent. These concurrent plates that you're matching, that's your combo that you're forming. And then that's kind of the, the crux of the game, that is the core of the game. Now, these conveyor belts move in opposite directions. So the one will be going left, the next will be going right. And that kind of left and right crisscrossing gameplay as you're trying to connect these lines of sushi plates, 
makes the gameplay feel a bit like Frogger in a very weird way. You might be sitting on a plate waiting for another plate to get in line for you to continue your line and you just kind of have to sit there and wait for it to come but your two conveyor belts are kind of operating in, uh, in opposite directions. So it has this kind of weird Frogger vibe to it which I really dig. Once you complete this line, as I said, the plates stack up and you fire those off damaging your opponent. And that is, that is basically all there is to the game, forming these lines of sushi plates and then throwing them off to damage your opponent. However, there are a ton more power-ups and special moves and systems and tricks and strategies that you can do that make this game incredibly deep. There's this very high skill ceiling. As I've been playing for hours, I keep figuring out kind of new ways to do more damage faster, you know, new strategies for, for lining up my plates and when to use all of my power-ups. So I'm getting better at this game actively as I play it, which is always a really fun feeling, but someone who, who doesn't care to kind of learn all the in-depth strategy there or just wants to kind of play around with the game can kind of flail around and have a good time. So it, it really is one of those awesome games that works at both of those levels. There are also these kind of Pokemon-like sushi sprites that give you these, these special powers. I, I mentioned the power-ups a second ago. You could level those up as you progress through the game, and then the customization options kind of continue to open up to you as you progress through. There are items that you can slot. There are different kind of lean moving mechanisms that you can slot. So the amount of kind of customization and kind of min-maxing that can happen in this game is radical. It, it is really, really impressive kind of the, the depth they go to to really give you full control over the gameplay. And they dole it out to you slow enough over the course of the game that it doesn't feel overwhelming. It feels just like you're learning something new here and there and kind of building on top of the previous stuff you learn. It's very cool. Now, so far I've been glossing over the fact that we're talking about sushi here in a, in a puzzle game. It kind of seems a little weird. And that's because this game has this ridiculous in the best way possible story. It's about a world that went to war over sushi and sushi is now forbidden. So there is this evil sushi hoarding empire. There are these sushi striker ninjas that go around sharing sushi that just want everyone to be able to partake in the amazingness that is sushi. There's even a band of freedom fighters known as the Sushi Liberation Front. The story is absolutely bonkers. They know that it's ridiculous. They lean into it in all the best way possible with their actually pretty good voice acting and their very well done anime cutscenes. You'd be shocked at how much story is in this game and how well it's done and how much you'll actually care about it. This game is absolutely dripping style in its presentation. The opening theme song when you boot up the game is so incredibly good, I'm going to put it on my phone so that I can play it over and over again in the car. The entire package of this game is very, very good. It's more than just kind of the, the puzzling, fighting at its core. The entire thing is an absolute treat to interact with. Now, the only downsides for the game are that people might have some issues with the controls. The controls feel that they want to be interacted with in a touch screen basis using a stylus, 
which of course is exactly what the 3DS can do, and this game was originally uh, slated for 3DS, and then of course as they, as they started to develop, decided to also make it for Switch. Most of the time you're, you're not using the Switch in handheld mode, and even if you are, it doesn't come with a stylus, so you're playing it with your finger, unlike you would be on the 3DS where the, the stylus is built into the system. Now, I found that the button-based controls were actually very competent. I so far haven't felt hindered moving around and using the thumbsticks to create my lines instead of actually touching on the touchscreen. But I can definitely see how some people might have issue with that and might not be able to kind of move the cursor around quite as fast or feel a little hindered by the fact that they can't jump all the way across the screen with their cursor. There's a setting or two to kind of help along the touch screen versus the, uh, the manual controls. For example, there's a setting where um, it will kind of auto select the best starting plate for you if you are using button controls. But I can still see that kind of being a sticking point for some people. And we'll see as I go, as I progress through the game even further, if I eventually hit a point where I feel like I can't progress and I need to switch over to the touch controls. So far we haven't gotten to that point, but the game might become challenging enough where I feel that need. So far it's been challenging, but not overly difficult. I've had to replay a couple battles, but it always feels like I'm learning and getting better as I replay those, not just kind of pounding my head against a poor control scheme. So it's kind of the nature of the game. They're, they're, they're doing the best they can with the control scheme and control availability that they have on the system but you know keep in mind that, that that might be an issue for some people all that being said I think this game is truly amazing it is rocketed to the top of, of my favorites list when it comes to games on the switch and it's definitely a game that I will recommend to people that are getting a new switch or looking for cool original fun games to play on their switch in fact, I think I'm going to go back and play it right now. So that's going to do it for Pretty Dece for today so I can get back to playing some Sushi Striker. If you like the show and you want to see more new episodes of Pretty Dece premiere weekdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash show. You can also check out daily episodes on the podcast feed. You can find that in the Anchor app or on the YouTube channel at prettydeeshow.com slash video. Finally, catch me on Facebook and Twitter at Pretty Dece Show.